Hello everyone, my name is Alicia Jade and welcome back to the Get Me Off podcast. Hello everyone. That was so, I'm so sorry about that. That was so not in tune and awful. But hello and welcome back to the Get Me Off podcast. (laughs) Today we are going to be talking about something that you all know I love and that is a book. So I read this book. I love how I adjusted my glasses as if that was going to make me sound smarter. Um, Anyway, (laughs) I absolutely love reading books and I love highlighting stuff that's in books so I can go back and read it later in case I've forgotten it. But I read a lot of books about psychology and all different kinds of things that that covers, relationships, child psychology, all of this like different stuff that I feel like is just really interesting to know. And I want to pass on some of that knowledge. I'm going to be talking about a book called Attached. Now this is something that I found on Amazon. It's by Dr. Amir Levine and Rachel S.F. Heller. Um, It's the front of it says, are you anxious, avoidant or secure? How the science of adult attachment can help you find and keep love. Now this book very much focuses on attachment styles in terms of like relationships and romantic partners and this kind of thing however I know from personal experience and also from speaking to other people that these attachment styles do lend themselves to family relationships and friendships and things like that so it's really important to try and figure out what attachment style you are and this is something else that I have previously learned since reading said book is that your attachment style can actively be different with different people so for example if you have a friend that activates your secure attachment style that one can be active and happening because you have a friendship and you're like you're active within each other's lives but then you could also have a romantic partner at the same time that activates the anxious attachment style in you so you can have a secure attachment style with one person and an anxious attachment style with another person at the same time and it's a weird phenomenon especially if you've been used to having one attachment style with like most people that you meet or like most people that you've dated to then go from that to having like multiple attachment styles on the go at the same time and this is something I've found recently having a secure attachment style with one person and then comparing it to anxious attachment styles I've had even recently not necessarily in conjunction at the same time but close enough for me to be able to compare them honestly it's wild I just it's mind-blowing And also, I don't feel like there's any rhyme or reason for attachment styles because the people that you can have a secure attachment style with is somebody that other people could look at and go, oh my God, how on earth do you trust that person? But I guess it depends on your relationship with them. And for me, it's more about how that person treats me and the experience I have had with them rather than an experience that other people are telling me about or other people's opinions or interactions with that person. Because the end of the because at the end of the day, the person that's gonna have to deal with the attachment style in yourself and in them is you and them. It's the only people that are involved. And everybody else's opinion doesn't necessarily matter on that as long as your attachment style and theirs 
are compatible or deal well with each other, I think personally that's the only thing that matters. Okay, so let's dive into their definitions of the three attachment styles. So, anxiously attached, people are often preoccupied with their relationships and tend to worry about their partner's ability to love them back. The avoidant is people equate intimacy with a lot with a loss of independence and constantly try to minimize closeness, which I feel like is probably the most popular and then I'd say anxious is the second. Um And then securely attached is people who feel comfortable with intimacy and are usually warm and loving. Again, as I say, these things show up different in all kinds of different ways and different people. Um, And this book talks about so many different things. It does say at the beginning in the author's note, attachment theory is a vast and complex field of research that pertains to child development and parenting as well as to romantic relationships. In this book, we limit ourselves to romantic attachment and romantic relationships. But as I say, there are many things in this book that you can take away and use in terms of your other relationships so those with family and friends and associates and things like this and you can really start to get a feel for who activates avoidant anxious or secure behaviors in yourself and it starts to tell you more about yourself and reading other people's energy and the other the kind of people that you want to be around as well So let's read another excerpt that talks about the three different types. So it says, basically, secure people feel comfortable with intimacy and are usually warm and loving. Anxious people crave intimacy and are often preoccupied with their relationships. And avoidant people equate intimacy with a loss of independence. So in addition, people with each of these attachment styles differ in their view of intimacy and togetherness, the way they deal with conflict their attitude towards sex, their ability to communicate their wishes and needs, and their expectations from their partner and their relationship. And this can also link to the love languages and things like that. Um, I know I've talked about that in the past, but if you do want a love languages episode, please do message me because I have the book and I have read it and I have done some research into it and it is really, really interesting. Um, But basically what it's saying is if your attachment style and somebody else's are completely different and they don't complement each other in any way, you passively like asking for your needs from your partner because of your attachment style doesn't necessarily mean they're going to receive it in the same way. So say, for example, if you have an anxious attachment style and your partner is avoidant, which I think in this book goes through is the most common because weirdly they tend to attract each other, even though they're the most opposite styles. So for example, an anxious behavior would be in response, they call it a protest behavior. So in response to your avoidant partner pulling away from you, because obviously their attachment style is avoidant, your protest behavior for your anxious style would be then to worry about it, to ask them about it, to have protest behavior like trying to get their attention or doing like trying to get them to speak to you or all of these different things that could potentially be harmful to your relationship in the long run. However, because you're anxious, that's how you view their actions. Whereas actually, because they're avoidant, That's just how they deal with things. It was also thought that attachment styles were mainly formed as a child and that's kind of, and then it stuck with you. 
But actually, that's not necessarily true. And this is also something they talk about is that your experiences as an adult can change your attachment styles and behaviors. So if you've had a string of relationships that we're all bad or we're all toxic, that will trigger a different attachment style in you because you've had a different experience and things don't necessarily stay the same. So just because your attachment style now, for example, might be anxious or avoidant, it doesn't mean that one day it's never going to be secure. And as I mentioned, it might be different with different people. So if you're worried about having specific behaviors in relationships, you're probably somebody that feeds off the energy of somebody else. So in order for you to have a secure attachment style, you need someone who reassures you or just makes you feel good or doesn't make you feel like you need to worry regardless because that's going to initiate a secure attachment style in yourself. And that's without you even really having to try. I have highlighted so many things in this book, especially in the beginning. So I'm going to pick out a couple and read them to you. So attachment theory is based on the assertion, there's a fly. Attachment theory is based on the assertion that the need to be in a close relationship is embedded in our genes. If we were all identical, then any single environmental challenge would have the potential to wipe us all out. So it's basically explaining that even though we have different attachment styles, no behavior is like bad or unhealthy it doesn't label it as that and it doesn't label behaviors as like being nasty or like trying to purposefully hurt someone it's purely talking about the differences between people and how that can come across so attachment principles teach us that most people are only as needy as their unmet needs. Let's read that again because I love that line. Attachment principles teach us that most people are only as needy as their unmet needs. When their emotional needs are met and the earlier the better, they usually turn their attention outward. This is sometimes referred to in attachment literature as the dependency paradox. The more effectively dependent people are on one another, the more independent and daring they become. So for example, if you have a secure relationship where you feel that you can depend on a partner, and again, this is not exclusive to anybody, uh, it's more likely that you will be braver and more likely to go out into the world feeling stronger outside of your relationship. So pursuing projects and being confident and all of these kind of things. And I guess for single people, because that's me, I feel like if you have some kind of base where you feel dependent on, so for mine, mine is my home. I'm dependent on my home. I love it. Everything is where I want it. That's my comfort zone. I then feel okay to go out into the world and be a little bit scatty or do lots of different projects or do all these different things because I have a base to come back to. And what attachment styles talk about is having that base in a person rather than a place. But I guess if you're single, that but I guess if you're single, that other person could be a family member or a friend or something like that. Having the dependency on a good relationship, I feel like is really important. Again, so we're going to talk about a bit more about the secure base. So it says this presence is known as a secure base and there are scientific experiments, not 
necessarily very nice ones, but scientific experiments, they explore this. It says the presence is known as a secure base. It's the knowledge that you are backed by someone who is supportive and whom you can rely on with 100% certainty and turn to in times of need. A secure base is a prerequisite for a child's ability to explore, develop, and learn. And when it comes to adulthood, it says if we feel secure, like the infant in the strange situation test when the mother is present, which is the uh, example I was talking about, um, I think you can watch that experiment on YouTube. It's called the strange situation test. Um, watch it if you want to it's actually quite interesting to see the difference and it kind of teaches you about like adult psychology and also kids psychology as well it's really interesting so if we feel secure like the infant in this situation the world is at our feet we can take risks be creative and pursue our dreams and if we lack that sense of security if we are unsure whether the person closest to us our romantic partner truly believes in us and supports us and will be there for us in times of need we'll find it much harder to maintain focus and engage in life now this could be as simple as just telling your partner that you need them every now and then to take an interest in your work or take an interest in your hobbies or help you out a little bit more so that you know you can feel secure if that's what like whatever the thing is that you think you need to feel a little bit more secure the key to that is communication because it might be something that they don't realize that you need in order to feel that security and that base from them but you telling them and just letting them know and vice versa because there might be things that you could be doing to help them feel a bit more supported it's all about communication having a partner who is inconsistently available or supportive can be a truly demoralizing and debilitating experience that can literally stunt our growth and stymie our health which is absolutely crazy like the fact that other people can have so much of an impact on us and the way that we feel and the way that we then go out into the world is kind of annoying sometimes because we do tend to rely on other people's energy however it's nice to be around people and to have people around in your corner so I also get it and part of being a human like I'm sure part of our DNA is something that we like to be part of like a colony or a community which is why we tend to form groups and social groups and this kind of stuff and I did a whole section in my degree on social psychology about feeling accepted and all of these kind of things so it all plays into the same basic human need of feeling wanted and feeling supportive and feeling supported and having a sense of importance to other people so if you don't know what your attachment style is, I would suggest either buying the book if you do want to read it, because there is a quiz in there that will help you figure it out. And if not, I'm pretty sure there's a quiz on Google that tells you like what your potential attachment style is. A lot of the time you can probably tell once you start reading into it. So yeah, I would go and have a look at yours and see the the benefits and maybe some of the downsides of it and see if you can start to notice those behaviors within yourself. So let's read another part. Understanding attachment will change the way you perceive new people you meet, but it will also give you some surprising insights into your partner if you are already in a relationship. In dating situations, your thinking will shift from 
does he or she like me? Two, is this someone I should invest in emotionally? Is he or she capable of giving me what I need? Going forward with a relationship will become about choices you have to make. You'll start asking yourself questions like, how much is this person capable of intimacy? Is he sending mixed messages or is he genuinely interested in being close? Even your rational mind knows whether you should or shouldn't be with a person and you'll be able to tell with certain people as well. So for example, there's a part here that says, even if your rational mind knows that you shouldn't be with this person, your attachment system doesn't always comply. This means that once your attachment system is activated, you'll find it much harder to turn it off if you have an anxious attachment style. So people can not attract, but people can set off attachment styles and then it becomes very different to get out of them. And I guess this is how people get stuck in toxic relationships and things like that because your attachment style in your body is making you go back to that person for safety. However, they are then not providing the safety. So it's kind of this up and down roller coaster of all these different emotions. And it's really difficult to come to terms with, I think, to be honest. I would a hundred, a hundred, a hundred million percent recommend this book to anybody because there is so much information in it. There is quizzes and little things that you can do to figure out your attachment style and how it can help you. And honestly, like, yes, the secure attachment style is the goal and obviously the one that everybody wants to reach. However, it will give you the tools to deal with whatever current attachment style you have and whatever one is triggered by other people because you'll think about your behavior and you'll think about potentially how they're feeling in this situation and that kind of thing so I would absolutely recommend this book to anyone and if you have found this interesting I would look into it because I think it could really help a lot of people with a lot of situations I will leave the link to this book in the description for the YouTube video um, and I think it's also in my Amazon shop. For those of you that are listening on Spotify, um, that's in my social bio link with all of the little shopping links and my Amazon shop and all that kind of thing. And there's loads of other books in there as well if this is something that does interest you. But thank you very much for listening to another episode of the Get Me Off podcast. And I will see you again in the next one. Bye. Bye.